Welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast. If you love tennis and want to improve your game, this podcast is for you. Whether it's technique, strategy, equipment, or the mental game, tennis professional Ian Westerman is here to make you a better player. And now, here's Ian. Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Thank you so much for joining me on this new episode of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Two quick things before we get to today's topic. Number one, there is a new redesigned forums at EssentialTennis.com, and I'm starting to post there frequently again and answer questions and review technique uh, from users that post YouTube videos of their strokes, etc. So go check it out. It's an incredible family of tennis enthusiasts. And then lastly... I'm going to give a shout out to a bunch of people that have left uh, reviews on iTunes recently. So if you've left me a review on iTunes recently, definitely want to listen to the end of today's show because I'm going to say thank you to, to a bunch of people. So with that, let's go ahead and get to today's topic. Sit back, relax, and get ready for some great tennis instruction. All right. Welcome back. Well, I guess you, you all should be welcoming uh, me back, right? Sorry for the long delay again. I do want to get back on schedule with, with the podcast. Thank you to everybody that has been sending me messages, asking me, you know, what's up with the show, and to just letting me know that you miss it and you enjoy the podcast. That's really what ultimately is going to motivate me to keep going here. So if you appreciate the show, you know, please let me know in, in some uh, small way. And that really I just kind of fuels my my engine to keep going here with, with the podcast. I still do enjoy doing it, but I have so many other things on my plate. So it's, it's tough to put time aside for it. Okay, today's topic is gamesmanship versus sportsmanship. Really, really good topic. And if you have spent any time at all competing in any kind of I don't, sanctioned sounds like it's really official, but any kind of uh, organized tennis competition, this is a topic that you have dealt with. And today's topic comes to us from Ben in New York City. He wrote and said, I feel tennis is a game that is meant to be played fairly with sportsmanship, just like every other sport, especially since there are no referees or ten uh, during tennis matches, even in, in official league matches. One is responsible for his or her own part, like making honest calls in a timely manner, etc. However, I started noticing many who take extreme ways to get around sportsmanship in order to mentally frustrate their opponents, even in higher levels of play, like the ATP and WTA Tour. In my past experiences, I have had opponents celebrate net cord winners, double faults, unforced errors, make consistent late calls, call close calls out, and take time between returns, just to name a few. I'm quite disappointed how even a lot of high-level tennis players use gamesmanship on purpose to play the game to their advantage. In my opinion, gamesmanship is just another term for bad sportsmanship that they legally violate the conduct of sportsmanship. How do you define sportsmanship and gamesmanship? What separates the two? How do you counter gamesmanship in a match situation? What are your thoughts and opinions? All right, really, really good topic here, Ben. And... As I like to do a lot of times when I'm, when I'm doing research for a podcast or for a video, I'll go and I'll look up definitions of certain words just to just so that in my own head, I, I'm, I'm sure that the definition that I would personally give 
is actually in line with you know what what the official definition of a certain term or word would be so i looked at both gamesmanship and sportsmanship you ready gamesmanship is the use of dubious although not technically illegal methods to win or gain a serious advantage in a game or sport okay and in case you're not sure what the word dubious means i looked that up for you too not to be relied upon suspect <laughs> so suspect you're not you know you're not quite sure but it's very um, you're very suspicious of this player. It's a, the way that they're acting is very dubious. So that's, that's gamesmanship. Whereas sportsmanship is an aspiration or ethos that a sport or activity be enjoyed with proper consideration for fairness, ethics, respect, and a sense of fellowship with one's competitors. So as you can tell just by reading those two simple definitions they are opposites gamesmanship and sportsmanship are complete opposite gamesmanship means doing whatever necessary to get an upper hand and the official definition says although not technically illegal you know it's not technically against the rules but you're using methods that you know to use their word are, are dubious so it's it's suspicious you're not quite sure that they're doing it on purpose necessarily but it's something that seems on the outside to be very purposeful and and trying to give an upper hand on purpose it's not an accident so that's obviously the the exact opposite from sportsmanship i i suppose you could say the exact opposite would be breaking the rules you know overtly just breaking the rules on purpose which gamesmanship isn't technically but you, you get the idea they're basically exactly the, the exactly the opposite so in my mind the real question isn't how, you know what? What's the difference between gamesmanship and sportsmanship? The real question is how do we compare gamesmanship versus competitiveness? Because competitive com- competitiveness, and th- this is my definition, is a strong drive to do whatever is necessary to win. Somebody who's super competitive, you know, that guy or girl that you just really want on your team. I mean, Rafael Nadal always comes to mind first for me personally. I mean, the the way the guy plays, you just get the sense that if the ball was on the other side of a of a thirty foot high brick wall, he would just run through the brick wall, right? I mean, he would do absolutely whatever necessary to win, and he he'll stop at nothing on the court. Now, an unethical tennis player, and I, I use the word unethical, and I and as I was making my notes here, I I kind of hesitated a little bit to use the the word unethical because you know I don't want to be I don't want to accuse, <laughs> I don't want to necessarily accuse anybody of of being a bad person, but the reality, of, and I thought it was interesting that sportsmanship said, aspiration or ethos, that a sport or activity be enjoyed with proper consideration for fairness, ethics, respect, and sense of fellowship. So I, I think it fits well. Uh, an unethical tennis player with a strong competitive drive may often resort to gamesmanship competitiveness is just that desire to do anything to win and a tennis player that doesn't have a strong moral or ethical drive also may start doing things that are as the definition said not technically illegal but are definitely things that are purposefully being used to try to gain the upper hand in a tennis match and while not technically illegal I think we can certainly all agree that it's something that shouldn't 
be done. Now, it doesn't mean that it's not going to still happen, but, you know, we all want a fair fight, et cetera, et cetera, especially when we're the ones in question, right? When we're playing, we want a level playing field. We don't, we don't want psychological warfare to be part of it. Although I suppose there's probably a small percentage of people out there that kind of enjoy playing this type of player who will use gamesmanship and it's kind of a maybe a special challenge to them or maybe they they kind of like playing dirty too and it's kind of a battle back and forth kind of a battle of wills back and forth between two people that use gamesmanship but you know i would certainly wager money that the vast majority of tennis players recreational or professional would much rather that gamesmanship was just not a part of it at all right so let's see, where, where am I in my notes here? I kind of went off on a little tangent there. So, okay, here, here I am. An, un- an unethical tennis player with a strong competitive drive may resort to gamesmanship. Now, competitiveness can be super annoying on its own without it being gamesmanship. Now, th- this is very important to consider, Ben, and everybody else listening that, that knows exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to that, to that annoying player that it seems like they're doing it on purpose, but you need to consider the fact that very often players who are extremely competitive will do annoying things, but it's not on purpose to try to screw you up. So again, my, my note here says competitiveness can be super annoying without it being gamesmanship. And there's absolutely nothing illegal or unethical about that. I mean... <laughs> Just just think about your daily routine and just kind of going about your daily tasks and going going to work and going to the grocery store and getting gas. You know, some people will just rub you the wrong way. And for whatever reason, it's their, it's their personality. It's just the way that they naturally, you know, address life. And that's just how it is. And there's there's certainly no difference between going to the grocery store and going to the tennis court to play an opponent. There's going to be certain people that just rub you the wrong way. And it's not necessarily to say that they're doing that on purpose. And so there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, There's nothing illegal or unethical, as I wrote here in my notes. What's unethical is being annoying on purpose. So having the intent to upset your focus or your concentration. I wrote down a few simple examples of that hitting balls away from your opponent. And I don't mean during a point, I mean be, uh, between points. Let's say that you're you're the server and the ball ended up, one of the balls ended up on your opponent's side. And, and so they go to get the ball so that they can hit it to you so that you can start the next point. Instead of hitting it to you, they hit it like 20 feet away from you. <laughs> and you, you've got to go walk, get the ball. You know, it just upsets your rhythm. You're not quite sure if they did it on purpose or not. Another example, being really loud during points or between points. Another example, taking a long time between points or celebrating kind of obnoxiously. All four of those are examples of things that just could come very naturally to some people. And I'm, you know, just just putting it out there. I'm being totally like truthful and honest here. Some and and you need to realize this for your own benefit, Ben. Very often the things that annoy you, it's not gamesmanship, it's just that person being themselves. <laughs> And as I said before, you know, it's just like any other part of life. Some people won't act quite the way that you think they should act, but that's, that's just life, right? We're all different. We all have different approaches, et cetera, et cetera. So those are all examples of things that could be totally legal and 
could be done either purposefully or just naturally. It's just the way that they are. I mean, maybe it was a mistake or maybe it's just the way that they naturally react. Annoying or not, that's the way it is. So, so question at this point, does it matter if it's on purpose or not? Does it really matter what their intent was when player X, Y, or Z did something that just really bugged you and annoyed you? And it, you know, you just want to have your concentration broken and, and just kind of, just kind of be annoyed by it, you know, because sometimes that's really the case. They, they do that little thing and we want to, we want so badly to not be bothered by it. And yet it almost feels better if we allow ourselves to think, wow, that person is so annoying and just let it bother us. You know what? The reality, the reality of it is it doesn't matter if it's on purpose or not. It makes no difference either way. It's your job to go about business as usual and do what it takes to win. And if you allow their actions or their words or their reactions or their whatever to throw you off your game, then that's on you. Now, of course, we can take this to extremes and and some players use gamesmanship very deliberately and very obnoxiously. And yes, that makes it more difficult for you to stay on task and it makes it more difficult to keep your concentration. But it's still your job to just let it go and just control what you can control. You cannot control their behavior. You cannot control their line calls. You cannot control their reaction to points, whether you feel like it was your mistake or they hit a good shot. It doesn't make any difference. You can't control anything that they do (laughs) at the end of the day. And the sooner that you accept that and you just let it go, now, it doesn't mean that you should never get annoyed. No, you're going to get annoyed. You're, you're, you're still human. Y- even the best competitors out there at understanding what I'm talking about will still be annoyed sometimes, and that's fine. Some things will bother you, and that's just, again, just part of life. The key is to let it go and focus on what you can control. Even if you're 100% sure that it was purposeful, you're never going to change them and you're never going to change their behavior. And I mean, think about it. If it was purposeful, I mean, what are you going to do? What were you going to walk up to the net and, and be like, hey, you know what? That really bothers me. <laughs> I mean, if it was purposeful, isn't that exactly what they want to hear? Isn't that just going to give them more motivation to keep screwing with you and just get you as, as teed off as possible so that they have the best possible chance of winning? Of course. So rather than allow it to bother you, and certainly don't try to do anything about it. Now, I, you know, I actually, I, I take that back. There's certain situations, you know, if you're playing somebody who is just really overtly just cheating you, right? I mean, the ball is landing in by two feet and they call it out, okay? There's certain situations where you need to stand up for your rights and you need to get an official, even if it's not you know, a USTA tournament, you can go and request an official. And that, you know, I say official kind of in air quotes because there's not necessarily a USTA, you know, trained official there. But you have, you have the right to ask a third party to watch and be a a non-biased, you know, person to help help keep things fair. And that's just part of that's just part of recreational tennis. So don't feel badly about that. So I, you know, I, I guess I would draw the line at that. If you're being just very obviously cheated, and I mean really obviously, not like 
wow, I, I really think that could have been in. No, you, you need to let that go, okay? If you're, if you're pretty sure it hit the line, just let them have it, okay? If it's two feet in and they call it out, that's where you need to really kind of stand up for your rights and take action. But if it's gamesmanship, no, just, just let it go. You're not going to change it. It's not even technically against the rules in most cases, so just let it go. And this is something, just like your forehand or your serves, that you have to practice. You have to be in that situation X number of times, deal with it, and you'll get better at handling that situation over time. So Ben, hopefully that makes sense. Very, very <laughs> tricky situation to be in. Very interesting topic, no doubt. And by the way, I highly recommend that you listen to the various mental toughness episodes of the podcast that I've recorded to date. It's, it's the most popular topic overall that's, that I've used here on the Essential Tennis Podcast. So make sure to listen to those, both with uh, David Grumping and also Dr. Cohn. Those are the two main mental toughness experts that I've had on. Oh, and Ed uh, Sang as well. So check out those episodes. They'll give you more tips on how to handle difficult situations like this. Hopefully this show is helpful also. Best of luck. Thank you so much for being a listener, Ben. I, I appreciate your, your support as always. And let me know if this uh, helps you out on the court. All right, that does it for episode number 206 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're hearing my voice right now, then I really appreciate having you as a listener, and I hope that this episode has been really helpful to you. Please consider going over to the forums at EssentialTennis.com and signing up and joining me there and uh, talk tennis with me personally, back and forth. I, I enjoy doing that very much. And I, I want to quickly here thank several people that have been leaving reviews on the iTunes Music Store. And iTunes, by the way, is by far the best way to get the podcast. You can subscribe to it for free and you'll automatically get new, new uh, episodes as they come out. And those of you that have been leaving reviews, I really appreciate it so much because the iTunes Music Store is, I mean, those reviews really kind of help with the, the ratings within iTunes when somebody searches for a tennis podcast. And that's just the biggest, just the biggest place in the world for podcasts. So I really appreciate every review that those of you listening leave there. It means a lot to me. So really quickly, Brent Stuff. I'm just going to read off the uh, either signatures or usernames. Mom and Dad, Two Boys. Thanks for your, for your review. Vivian, Beth uh, Crittenden, I believe, Crittenden. Beth, uh, thank you. Pate, Hacking in Montana. And Kim at Tennis Fixation. Go check out Kim's blog, by the way, at TennisFixation.com. She does a, a regular blog about her adventures in tennis, which is uh, an excellent site. So all of you, thank you so much for your recent reviews. I really appreciate appreciate it very much. And if you appreciate what I'm doing here, please uh, let me know by leaving me a review on the iTunes Music Store. I would appreciate that very much. So that does it for episode number 206. Thanks again for listening. Thank you for supporting what I'm doing here on the podcast. And hopefully I'll be talking to you again very soon. Until then, take care and good luck with your tennis.